Lose the Cape Podcast, Episode 34. Welcome to the Lose the Cape Podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. All right, welcome back to another episode. Today I'd love to welcome Tanuja to the uh, conversation. She is a holistic nutritionist and digestion with and all kinds of fun stuff and wellness expert. So that's always fun for me to dig into a little bit. I'm always looking for great tips and strategies on how to be more healthy in my life. So thank you so much for being with us today. My pleasure, and thank you for having me on your show. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. So can you tell us a little bit more about you, where you're at? So, um, like I said, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and um, uh, I, I'm here in Vancouver, uh, beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Um, and I've been doing this for a couple of years now, and my own health journey kind of prompted me to study nutrition and explore it more, just so that I could get healthier and, um, you know, uh, feel better because of some of the challenges that I was facing and uh, eventually by the time I finished studying I thought I knew too much to go back to my old job so I just wanted to do this. (laughs) That's how it goes isn't it? You're like I don't need to go work for somebody else I'm the expert now. (laughs) Absolutely because you know the results that I got were so fantastic that I was like this this shouldn't be a secret anymore this needs to go out to the people because generally what I see is everybody Things they know how to eat well, and uh-huh. at the same time they are struggling and they're overwhelming themselves and they're trying to figure out, okay, is this good? Is that bad? Is honey okay? Should I have stevia instead? <laughs> or you know, uh, it, it's it can be quite overwhelming with just the amount of information out there. So my goal is really to make it very very simple for the people so that it can become sustainable for them and they can incorporate it in their busy daily lives so that it becomes more of a habit and um, not not like a chore yeah I think that's really important that's one of the hardest things uh, for me is with three kids at home and especially over the summer like we get busy and next thing you know you're just like okay what's quick and easy let's grab a bag of chips Let's grab this, let's grab that, and next thing you know, you're ordering pizza because you stayed at the pool too long or something, and it's like, okay, so how do I make this easy that my kids will actually eat and that I'm not, like, and I guess I can guess one of the things you're going to tell me in response to that is you have to do a better job planning ahead. (laughs) Yes. I was going to say that. Yes, planning planning plays a big role uh, in this whole thing, right? I mean, it's funny because we are always, um, you know, talking about being busy with activities or work or social commitments. And the, the whole crux of the thing is that we are working so that we can have a decent meal put on our table. Right, mm-hmm. And when it comes to eating, which is one of the basic essentials um, to, to survive, right, besides air and water, we need food. But that's the one area where we put the least amount of focus or energies for a lot of us. I'm not saying everyone like, is like that, but mm-hmm. for most of us, we don't try to really plan our meals out and think, what am I really going to eat or nourish my body with in the coming week? Right. 
So it's always like a last moment thought, and that's when, you know, what you were giving an example of, about um, ordering that last moment pizza or dropping a bag of chips, um, that happens when you're not prepared. So really the key is to understand what your priorities are, and if you have a healthy body, you will have more energy to, uh, to do the things that you love and to be busy with all the things that you have on your plate. Um, but if not, then, you know, you're feeling tired, you're lethargic, you have cravings, you have digestive issues, and then you go, what's going on with me? What's wrong with me? Right? Yeah. So I think planning is really the key um, where you just sit down and figure out, okay, this is what I'm going to eat. This is how I'm going to prepare myself for the week, just like we do for the other things. Like we have a calendar for our kids' activities. We have a calendar for our meetings, but we never have a calendar for what we're going to eat. Well, I am yeah, me either. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> and, and I need to. I know that I need to, but. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, you know what? It's becomes like a daunting task when you think about it because like, oh, now I have to prepare for one more thing. But if Mm -hmm. you get into the habit of doing it week after week, it just becomes easier. Once the first couple of weeks happen, you've already kind of set yourself a little base or a platform on which you can just build. So the first time, second time, I suggest that Take a little bit of time on the weekend or on a Friday and just do that for, uh, for the next week, right? And it will become a habit and it gets easier, I promise. So um, we didn't cover this, but how many kids do you have? So I have one boy. Um, one he's boy. He's almost 15 now, so yeah. Oh, goodness. So you're, you're into a totally different phase of eating. You're into the, this kid will not stop eating phase, right? <laughs> yes, and it's kind of shocking for me to see him change so much because as a kid, like as an elementary school kid, he was such a picky eater and he was like, nope, not hungry, not hungry. He was more interested in playing and being up and about. And now uh-huh. he's always hungry. So I'm like, okay, what next? <laughs> you know, every time he kind of, I see him, I'm ducking because I'm, I know he's going to say I'm hungry. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Um, my son is nine, and he's starting to enter that phase. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You're eating all the time. This is going to be horrible when you're a teenager. <laughs> but, well, um, thinking back to when he was younger, um, at what point in time did you start your fitness journey or your um, your health and uh, nutrition journey? And was he uh, a young child, or, or is this more recent that you started this? Well, I have been struggling with my health issues coming from a corporate job. Um, I was in a very stressful environment working long hours. So Mm -hmm. my health was deteriorating over the years, and he was pretty young at the time. So um, he, you know, when I was sick, it was hard for me to take care of him and my family. And it becomes cyclical because if you're not feeling that well, then you don't want to cook and you are eating crap, but then you feel more crap. So right. it was kind of that cycle, and then slowly as I started to um, to change my thoughts and to look for, or discover more ways to eat healthier or starting to feel better, he was going up seeing those things. So I'm hoping that has some positive impact on him. Um, sure. But yeah, but but it, it is always you know for families, uh, it's work in progress, and you discover as you go what works for you and what doesn't. Absolutely. Uh, do you work with? Um with people who have small children regularly? Um, 
most of my clients are are adults. Uh, I have mm-hmm. worked with uh, some families with children, and the challenge again there is with the time commitment and the children are picky. So what do I do now? They won't eat this and they won't eat that. Um, right. And you just have to start getting creative uh, when it right. comes to kids. Uh, you know, how can you hide or mask those things? Like for my son, for example, he hates zucchini. Right. Like he will not have zucchini in any form. <laughs> So the yes. only way I can get him to have that is in a juice. So when I'm like you know juicing oh. my carrots and beets, I'll put in a zucchini in there, and he's fine with that. Even if he sees the zucchini going in there, it's okay for him because he doesn't taste it. Yeah, well that's a great idea. I never thought about putting zucchini in the shakes. I've done spinach and some fun things like that, but um, never zucchini. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, okay, so we'll just, uh, we actually interviewed a children's nutrition expert not too long ago, so we can direct people back to that episode if they're super interested in that. I want to talk to you about um, about how you work with um, on-the-care professionals and different uh different things that you help and suggest for, you mentioned that you like to help people bust cravings and fix indigestion, lose weight, all those types of things. So share, tell us your secrets for that. The secret really is in understanding uh, what the client is needing. And um, it it basically comes down to understanding what their lifestyle is. And when we talk about on-the-go professionals, some might be traveling, some might be having long hours, or, you know, stress is a very common um, thing for most of us these days. And are Uh we physically stressed? Are we we mentally stressed? All of that really makes a difference. So for me, it is to understand what the lifestyle is, what the patterns in eating are, uh, what are your values and beliefs. Some people are vegan, some don't want to eat meat, or you know, some people are right. like, no, I can't have my vegetables. So it's really getting down deep, personal, understanding what they need and what their lifestyle currently is, and kind of finding a simple middle route through it. I'm mm-hmm. big on keeping things very simple and having small baby steps. Um, and for me, it is about getting to the root cause of what their symptoms are. So anytime we yeah. are facing with a symptom, it's our, it's our body's way of telling us something is wrong. Like it's either there's an imbalance or there's a deficiency. So when right. people come with me with heartburn or indigestion or cravings or even with weight gain, there has to be an underlying cause for those. These are just symptoms. These are not the conditions in themselves, even obesity, for example. Uh, It's a symptom of something um, which is going on underneath, which needs to be fixed. And once that is, then the the weight just drops by itself. So for me, the key is to take those baby steps and simply, um, you know, creating change in a very logical manner which fits their lifestyle. Oh, that's great. So, um, yeah, I, w- I would definitely love to know what my problem is then. Why? <laughs> and now I can just quickly lose weight. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be, well, I can tell you what my, what my problem is, and it's called wine. <laughs> and <laughs> too much of it. Too much of it. But um, So... Can you um, give us some sample, um, like, snacks for on-the-go and things like that that are easy to throw together and, um, and keep you full and satisfied for a while? 
Absolutely. And some of the easy quick snack ideas, especially for people on the go, even with kids, if you are, you know, going for, from one game to another or a piano pack practice, it's like I was saying, planning is the key. So depends on what your family likes to eat, but some of the easy snack ideas would be grabbing uh, some nuts and seeds uh, if you're not allergic to them. And I always mm-hmm. have like a little Ziploc full of mixed nuts uh, um, in my car so that if I'm, say, running late from a meeting and I didn't have a chance to eat, I will just grab a handful of nuts and that'll keep me mm-hmm. satisfied for now rather than stopping at, say, a coffee shop and grabbing a bagel or, you know, right. a that's right. a good way to eat. I also, when leaving home, will grab a, a, a fruit so that I'm, I'm probably fixing my sugar craving with that fruit, right? And summertime, mm-hmm. we get such a lovely array of fruits. And uh, Yes, that's so true. <laughs> that's one well, great way you could have, um, for kids, you could have cheese, uh, slices, little uh, tubs of yogurt. And I Preferably don't like to buy the store-bought, um, like the flavored yogurts, because they are high mm-hmm. in sugar. Sometimes right. there will be additives and colors in them, which are not good for um, anybody, I mean, especially kids. Right, um, right. So for that, um, I just buy, buy like a large can of Greek yogurt maybe and then um, put it into small containers and uh, mix it with fruit and um, eat it on the go. Um, other way, otherwise, sandwiches, wraps, uh, all made at home. Again, you can have a tortilla with a little bit of hummus or even avocado spread on it. Mm-hmm. So instead of mayonnaise or uh, margarine, you use an avocado spread on that. Um, put in some veggies and some ham maybe if you eat meat or tofu if you're a vegetarian. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Some sprouts and uh, you have a healthy sandwich or a wrap on the go. Those sound great. Now, I was curious, as you were lifting these things off, you know, over the years we hear all kinds of different things like what you should and shouldn't do. Um, Through your training and education experience, have you found that um, it's better to be eating multiple small meals closer together throughout the day, or do you recommend something else? Well, that typically would depend on um, on the current health conditions and symptoms the person is going through. And uh, mm-hmm. because I'm big on digestion, and I do find 95% of the people I work with will have a weak digestive system, uh, it really depends uh, on those conditions. So if you are uh, unable to, say, digest large meals, then it's better to have smaller meals through the day so that you mm-hmm. still have your blood sugar levels uh, up and running normally. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. if there are too many big gaps, then your blood sugar levels drop, and then you're very hungry. You're hangry, like the, the term right. is these days. <laughs> <laughs> you're irritated, and you're just going to probably t- tear down the next person you're going to see. All right. Um, so in those terms, it's always better to have those little snacks with you where when you start feeling that uh, irritation or, you know, that uh, fogginess or headache starting to come up, maybe have something small. And mm-hmm. sometimes um, you just need to have your main meals, and that would be good enough for you. And especially people with blood sugar imbalances, it's really important to figure out um, what your pattern of eating is and what your symptoms are so we can figure out how many snacks you should have and how much of a main meal you should be having. Right. Okay. So um, when someone comes to work with you, do you do just um, local clients or do you work with people online or how 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 all do you run your business 
So I've got a couple of ways I work with my clients. One is uh, one-on-one coaching, which I love absolutely, the the one-on-one contact with my clients. Um, Mm -hmm. And we really dive deep into what the root causes are and what can we do to change their diet and lifestyle and even mindset because that is Mm -hmm. a big one when it comes to changing your eating habits. So um, the one-on-one coaching uh, is done over the phone. Um, I send out people a bunch of forms to fill out so that I can understand what's going on with their bodies and their lives and that gives me a starting point and from there we do weekly <clears throat> excuse me calls to um to to kind of uh, progress and make changes and tweaks and um, monitor as well. So the weekly mm-hmm. calls really work because that way if I'm giving you, you know, 20 different suggestions and asking you to see me a month later, that helps no one because now you're overwhelmed. So weekly meetings really help because that way we can just target on one or two changes, like those baby steps, what's working, what's not working. Okay, let's tweak that, go on to the next one. <clears throat> so that's right. my one-on-one coaching model. I also have an online program called the Diet-Free Diet, uh, which basically is for anyone who's looking to eat balanced meals, um, no hassle cooking, wants to perhaps lose some weight, have more energy, and even balance out the blood sugar levels. So it's got three weeks' worth of meal plans, um, recipes. There are probably like 100-plus meals in there, uh, recipes, food swap list, a grocery list, so that you save your time, um, and uh, you're basically ready for three weeks. Wow. You know exactly when and what you're going to eat. It's a completely online program. Once you sign up, everything is delivered to your inbox um, every week for three weeks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, see, that's that's the kind of hand-holding that I need because (laughs) it's not that I don't know how to eat healthy or how to go grocery shopping. It's that I just don't have the time to sit down and figure it all out and then figure out what I have to have to do those things. So those are great for, for busy moms, busy busy professionals, busy whatever. I love stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, and those are gluten-free as well. So if you have uh, any um, sensitivities to gluten or if you're celiac, then uh, it works mm-hmm. well for those people. Plus there is a Facebook group, so they get, uh, um, you know, I'm in there every day. And if you have questions, I pop in there, answer your questions. And you still get that accountability, which you would have otherwise had from one-on-one coaching. In one-on-one right. coaching, we're going way deeper into your imbalances as well and trying to fix those. But mm-hmm. anybody just looking to start eating healthy and not knowing where to, the diet-free diet is a great way to start. That's great. And anything called diet-free diet sounds fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny when I was coming up with the name because I I was thinking if I call it, you know, when you look at the dictionary, um, there are two definitions of diet in there. One is the way we know diet these days, which is restrictions and not eating some things kind of a thing or being on a very specific food plan. And mm-hmm. the other meaning of diet is eating wholesome nutrient foods which support you. Hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened there. I just I sound completely. Okay. 
Sorry about that. Okay. Sorry, uh, where did you lose me last? I don't even um, Pick back up with uh, talking about the definition of diet. Right. So the first definition was the restrictive diet where we would restrict certain foods, and that's how we know dieting about, right? Um, uh-huh. I'm on this diet, I'm on that diet. And the second definition is actually having wholesome meals or nutrient-rich foods which support your well-being. And that's the real definition of diet which we have right. lost. So when I was coming together the name for the program, I thought, why not make it a diet-free so you are free of restrictions, and yet it's mm-hmm. a diet that's supporting your well-being. Yeah, I like that. I think that's great. Um, well, okay, so your son is a little bit older, so uh, you may not have the same kind of struggles that uh, moms with younger kids at home who are trying to get all this stuff done. But uh, he's also 15, so if he's involved in a, is he involved in a lot of activities that keep you running? Yes, absolutely. And he's always been a very athletic child. So he's been, you know, playing soccer, he plays ball hockey, and in school he's tried wrestling and um, oh, wow, name it, and he, he's into it, right? So absolutely, um, uh, we, we've gone through that. So um, what are some of the ways that you try to keep your life uh, organized or how do you survive the juggle of running your business and, um, and being mom? Huh, that's a million-dollar question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the one it's, we're all seeking to find the answer to. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I'm lucky that way because my husband does help out a lot in taking him around, especially for his uh, sport commitment. So, and, and it's especially challenging for me now with my private practice because in the evenings um, uh, is when most of the clients want to meet me or have their consults. And sometimes mm-hmm. uh, when I'm doing my speaking gigs, they're all in the evening to so that people after work can come and, um, you know, be a part of the nutrition talk. So evenings are a bit more challenging. And, again, the key for me is planning. Like last night I was out doing a talk. My husband is traveling, so I made sure I had, like, the food ready and prepared for him. He can now stay alone at home, but otherwise I would have arranged for someone to be with him and uh, just made sure that the food was ready so he could eat on time. And just having those little packs, again, ready, because there are times when you would just come from work and we would have to rush from one activity to another and um, having the food ready already would you know make it so much easier so we are not like wanting to spend extra time stopping at a coffee shop and grab something else or drop into a McDonald's so it was really about planning yeah that's expensive too not only bad for the health but it adds up especially if you're running places every day Absolutely. And it adds yeah. to the stress, honestly, because we we used to do it before I, I got into all of this nutrition excitement. And it was like, <laughs> okay, now we're running late. Can you bring the food quickly? Or And if not, then we're going into a McDonald's, which is oh, it's the worst thing to do. <laughs> exactly. So um, one of the questions that we always like to end the podcast with is asking our, our busy guests how they find time between all of that stuff to make time for themselves, and what are some of your favorite ways to get me time into your day? Wow, this is something that I've come a long way on because, you know, I'm a type A personality. I'm very organized, and I like to have my things done, and, you know, I don't like bending stuff. So for me, to get out of the work mode uh, and responsibility mode and wind down is really hard. And that's something yeah, I've that struggled that. <laughs> with all my life. Um, and with that said, now I'm trying a different technique. So rather than saying I'm going to spend half an hour doing this, 
every time I have even like a couple of minutes, I take those mini breaks for myself. Um, I'll give you an example. So on Monday, it was one of those crazy, crazy days that I was having, and it was 8 o'clock at night. I'd been at my desk probably for 12 hours between, you know, probably just got up to have lunch maybe. But I was feeling so tired, and I had three more things to do. And I was like, this, I, I just want to go to bed. But I dropped everything. I went for a walk. I literally went for a short 15-minute walk, and I'm, like, I'm so glad I did that because when I came back, I was refreshed, and I was able to not just finish my three things but get another fourth thing done too. So it's really prioritizing yourself. Yeah. It's about lightening, uh, lighting up. And I also, for myself, I'm, I'm, I'm a dancer. I love dancing. So my weekends, first thing in the morning, I have a class uh, every Saturday, Sunday, which I go to, no exceptions, and I do that for me. Yeah, I, I think the um, the value of exercise can never be downplayed. It always makes me feel better. And as a creative, it always gets my my juices and creativity flowing as well. So I, I enjoy walking. Yeah. And, well, that's and once perfect. you're out in the nature reconnecting, um, it, it just refreshes you. It, it gives you a better focus. And actually, my best ideas mm-hmm. come when I'm walking or doing something else. Sometimes even while driving, when I'm not focusing on my work, my best idea will come. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why didn't I think of that before? Yes, exactly. All right. Well, before we let you go, make sure everybody knows where to find you. Mm-hmm. Um, they could go to sakori.com, so it's S as in Sam, A-A-K-O-R-I.com, sakori.com. Uh, mm-hmm. They can um, check out my website. There are a couple of lovely freebies, so if you're wanting to get off sugar, there is a three-day easy-peasy sugar detox um, nice. right on my website. You can sign up for that, and it will be delivered to your um, um, inbox and um, or you can check me out on Facebook uh, I have my Sakori nutrition page I also have a private Facebook group uh, where I'm building my tribe now so if you'd love to join just shoot me an email at info at and I'll add Great. you to the group and uh, yeah I share some fun tips and resources I sometimes run challenges in the group so yeah you can be a part of the like-minded community there Oh, that's really fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this information with us today. And um, I am going to go right over and sign up for your sugar detox. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to seeing you there. (laughs) Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate that. We hope you enjoyed today's show and got a lot of information out of it. If you want to see any of the links or uh, information that we referenced, please head on over to losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 34. And if you enjoy our show, we would love it if you'd give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher and follow us and help us find new listeners. Thanks so much.